Hey, Amira here, and welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Woman Podcast. I am super excited that you are joining us today, and thank you for being a loyal listener. And if it's your first time here, I hope you thoroughly enjoy the upcoming episode that we have for you today. This episode is a compilation of different teachings that I have given at our Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summits. And you'll learn a ton here on all sorts of topics, including how to break through and be the woman who actually makes her income goal at that next, next level. I work with high achievers who are going for more and yet they have found that they are blocked in some way. This is how you break through. So please listen in and learn. We have some great inspirational stories in this podcast as well. And if you're interested in being part of the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit, we have one coming up in November, November 5th, 6th, and 7th. And please join us there. We're doing it virtually. And you can find out more information about how to register at joinamiralive.com. That's joinamiralive.com. And with that, let's get started with the episode. So the law of perpetual transmutation of energy, everything goes from form to non-form to back to form again, okay? So perfect example is nature. Leaves grow in the spring, right, on the tree. Leaves fall in the, win- uh, fall in the fall, okay? They fertilize the earth, and the tree dies and falls into the earth, decomposes, and it turns into peat and coal, and it heats the house, okay? It's burned for energy, and then it goes back to ashes again, right? Okay? Nothing is created or destroyed. Everything just comes into form and out of form again. You take water, you put it in your little ice tray, you put it in the freezer, it freezes, it changes form. It didn't disappear, it just changes form. You take that out, you put it in your drink, it melts. Maybe you put that drink on the stove in a pot of water and it boils and it turns into steam and it dissipates. It goes into the sky, the clouds take it in, it, it consolidates, it rains, it comes back into form, okay? Everything, it, but nothing was lost in that process, okay? No energy, no matter, was lost in that process. It just changed forms. It just changed the, the texture of it, if you will. Now you have to think about, and Andrew, could you put me back at the very beginning again, please? Um, now you have to think about your thinking. And you're a creative agent. You're someone who can take the non-form, just an idea, think about it, get emotionally invested in it, and as a result, take action on it and cause something that is unseen to come into form, okay? Now this sounds like, well, of course, we do this all the time, right? You think, oh, I want a 
a different, uh, you know, you have an idea for your business. I could do X, Y, and Z in my business. I could launch this new offering, okay? That's an idea. And then if you get emotionally involved with it, you're like, oh, great idea. And then you start getting more ideas, right? And, and you start using your imagination, which is an incredible tool that I help people really master. Use your imagination and more ideas come to you because you are now at what? The level of awareness of that idea. So you're getting the ways and the means coming in. It's matching you. The vibration is matching you. The universe then sends you the, the, the ways and the means. That sounds a little woo, but basically you've moved up to that level of awareness so that you are now available. You can receive those ideas at that level. Now it's your job to act on them and this is where the terror barrier comes in, okay? You'll get an idea and you'll be, that's too scary to call that investor. I don't have my, my notes, I don't have his number or her number and I can't do that, right? It, that was a little mini terror barrier yesterday, Suzanne, okay? But something's gonna come in and cut that off. But if you don't allow that, if you keep following the guidance from spirit, what comes to you and acting on it, you will create, okay? So now, these slides actually are what I wanna to talk to you about. So, energy's coming in all the time, okay? You think a picture in your mind. New channel of income, brilliant, that was so freaking brilliant, okay? Or you think, I have an income goal, I wanna double my income. That's a picture, what does that look like? Okay, little bonus tip here. You, yesterday I, I told you my story of picturing myself at the mic, at my mentor's event saying, thank you so much. You changed my entire life and I felt it. I got emotionally involved with it. Okay, see how it goes into the heart there? But I, I played it as a movie that I was living. I was in it and I would get verklempt, okay, as I was imagining it. I was not there. I was walking my dog, okay? But my subconscious doesn't know. So using that power of really imagining the after, okay? What gets to happen? Who are you celebrating with, okay? I used to do this and then imagine it both. I, I, I actual, actualized it through action. Every time I made a sale, this was years, 10 years ago, I, and I was new, new to business in this particular business, and, like, I didn't know if I was going to make another sale ever, right, at that point, right? It was, it was so new to me. And every time I made a sale, I would run downstairs. I'm going to demonstrate. I would run downstairs, and I would, like, high-five. I did that with heels on. Um, I would high-five my husband, Jack, who would work in the dining room. So I would run downstairs, and I would And we would do, like, a little happy dance. It was totally adorable and ridiculous, okay? No longer married to him. Still great. That was totally an adorable, adorable and ridiculous and happy and joyous. And then I would imagine it, okay? Like I would have a conversation with someone thinking they're an ideal client and I would start imagining that, okay? And it put me in the vibration of the yes instead of in the vibration of the, what if they say no, what, right? Have you, have you all had that experience of like you're waiting and you're like, what if they say no? and you start getting emotionally involved with what? The worry, the doubt, the fear, right? The negative faith. Not positive faith, it's negative faith. It's imagining something that has not yet happened, 
okay? So that's just a little tip. So here's how the creative process works. Energy's coming in, it takes the form of what you're thinking about. We think in pictures, you get emotionally involved in it, and then you act on that. And if you're negatively emotionally involved, you're, you'll act on it by not doing the thing, picking a fight, getting frustrated, tripping, breaking your leg, we talked about that yesterday, right? Like, there'll be a negative action, okay? You'll, you'll have a, um, an argument with someone, you'll alienate someone, okay? If it's a positive feeling, you'll have great ideas and you'll feel enlivened to act and you'll go, it, it's like go time and you're having fun and there's no monkey on your back, okay? So this is always happening whether you're conscious of it or not, okay? It's happened since you were weeping, okay? So it's not that it's not happening, but now you have to make this something that you can consciously control. Now that you know this, you are no longer in ignorance, and you have to hold a standard for yourself of like, oh, I am in complete worry, doubt, and fear right now. I need to not be doing that anymore. Okay? So you are life force. I want to go back to this picture. So spirit is always coming through you. You, call it, you could call it infinite intelligence, you could call it universe, uh, the universe, you could call it all the energy that is, okay? Call it God. And it's moving through you as you. And this is the place where people get a little bit confused. Like, am I human or am I God? You're both, okay? You are that energy that's moving through you. You are connected to infinite mind. Your mind is part of infinite mind, and you are an individualized aspect of that. You are an individual with will, free will. Does this make sense? That was hard for me. If it doesn't make sense, ask me a question about it, okay? You might just need to hear it three or four times, okay? But it's moving through you as you, okay? So you are life force. What are you gonna choose to think? This is your greatest power, your power to choose. So if you're in the rumination, you gotta go, oh, look, I'm in the rumination, no shame, no self-shaming, no blaming, but just like, oh, isn't that interesting? We could, we could shift out of that if we wanted to. Do I want to? No, I wanna stay in the rumination because I'm really pissed off. Okay, well, that's a choice, okay? Or you could say, this isn't serving me, I'm gonna take three breaths and figure something else out. And now it's not always that easy, and there are a number of tools that I help people with in terms of moving through that, but that's the basic concept, okay? So Emerson said, a man is what he thinks about all day long. What is underlying everything you think about? What is the underlying dominant thought? Is it some sort of come from that's negative, doubt, worry, fear? Or is it positive? Uh, this is a Napoleon Hill quote. Worry is a form of sustained fear caused by indecision. Therefore, it is a state of mind that can be controlled. How can you control it? Making a decision. That's fascinating, is that not? That's a huge, huge tool, you guys. You will get into worry again. What needs to be decide decided? 
And are you deciding from the place you want to be or from your current level of awareness? If you must doubt yourself, doubt your limits. I love that quote. Okay. Am I doing it wrong? That's doubt. Okay, there's another way. And we want to use the law of sacrifice to let go of beliefs that are no longer serving you. Now, the law of sacrifice is one of those things that freaks people out when they first hear about it because they're like, what do I, like, I have to sacrifice, right? And what do I need to sacrifice? Well, the law of sacrifice says that you need to sacrifice something of a lower nature to make room for something of a higher nature. And that's a choice. Your greatest power is what? Choice, okay? And so you have to recognize if things People, relationships, environments, thoughts, automatic patterns, habits are holding you back. And this is where that level of truth with yourself is so critical and important, okay? So what thoughts, what beliefs, what ways of being, what habits will you sacrifice, what relationships? This is where people get all freaked out, okay? And I get this, and I don't mean to diminish it, because it's a big deal. We have, like, we have strong relationships, and yet many of you, by the way, I'm not going to name names, but many of you have come up to me, and we've had conversations about partners, particularly husbands. I'm hearing it from my team in the Zoom room chats. There's a lot of conversation about relationships, and you have to be nuanced here. Is it an aspect of your relationship that needs to be sacrificed? Like, I'm no longer available for this. I'm raising my standards in my relationship around this. Or is it the relationship that you need to lovingly sacrifice? Okay? And that's not a pat answer or anything to be taken lightly. And it's something to, to be honest with yourself about and honest with your partner about and be in good communication and maybe get some help around if you need that, okay? I'm not advocating sacrificing your relationship, by the way, okay? I'm advocating you figuring out what, you, what the best, the highest and best result is for you and your partner, okay? So what types of experiences will you need to sacrifice? What about projects or clients? Some clients are not clients you want to work with, okay? What are you not available for? Okay? I don't do doubt. That was a little meme that we did a few years ago, right? I'm not available for doubt. Think about that. Doubt is the gateway drug, okay? Did that, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. There was an a, a, a anti-drug commercial. It must have been in the 70s, 80s, 80s, something like that. I don't know. I was a teen in the 80s, so it must have been in the 80s. And uh, it was like anti-marijuana and pot was the gateway drug. So doubt is the gateway drug, okay? Okay. So uh, whatever we think in our minds must grow. Only when we cease to recognize a condition do we cease to attract it. The only way we can cease to recognize things is to change our minds about them, okay? You have a look of confusion on your face. I'm going to explain this one. 
only when we cease to recognize a condition. Poverty would be a condition. Unhappiness, struggle, frustration, overwhelm. Those are negative conditions, right? That's not what you want. Only when we cease to recognize a condition. Guilt, shame, blame, disappointment. If you stop recognizing disappointment in, you, in your life, you will cease to attract it. Think about that. That's a, that's a little bit of a, a mind twister because we think it's out there like, of course this circumstance would demand that I be disappointed. But if I eliminate the idea of disappointment from my life, I'm 98% there, I'm not 100% there. I'll just tell you that, okay? But over the years, I've recognized that pattern. Oh, look, you made this, but you didn't make that. Disappointed, right? All like, oh, the hotel room is great, but it doesn't have nice lotion. Disappointed, right? You can choose not to be disappointed, whatever it is, okay? So whatever your condition is, whatever you're activating in your life that you know is not good for you or functional for you or supporting you or, or allowing you to thrive and grow and become more and grow your business, that's what you need to sacrifice. And it's a sacrifice of how we think about it, okay? It can be a neutral thing. Oh, I need to get lotion. Done, which I did, okay? Spirit in the universe is moving through us, as us. We have a desire then. Something comes to us, we want something. What do you want? Oh my God, I want that lanai. That's Deb in Zoomy land, I know, right? Like, I, I want that. You have some sort of I want that, okay? There's a desire there. And then this causes us to think new thoughts. It's possible, they can be positive or negative thoughts. It's possible this could, this could work, this is amazing, or, who am I to want that, right? There's the whole gamut. And we feel different feelings. I'm gonna choose a positive feeling and put a smiley face on the, the slide. We get, so the, we feel different feelings is the emotionally, we get emotionally involved, we take different actions, and then we have different experiences and results, and that leads us to have a new presence to receive from spirit, okay? We are now a changed individual and we can receive at a different level, okay? We desire new things, okay. This is a great little book, guys. Price Pritchett. Do, 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 do. What page did I say, page two? So this is regarding quantum leaping. Right now, in this moment, you are capable of exponential improvement in your performance. You can multiply your personal effectiveness, hit new highs, and shatter your old achievement records. The results you can have 
will be hard for you to imagine from the vantage point that you're at right now. You can become you squared. Now I'm gonna make a little side note. We're infinite, we, ha we have infinite potentiality. So U squared is like infinite, infinite. I don't know how you do that, but it's like your potentiality is huge. You don't have to settle for things as they are now. That can change dramatically. If you're ready, life is prepared to give you a breakthrough experience. You can jump to a higher orbit of achievement, live the dream, enjoy a completely different plane of success. Also, you don't have to be content with improving things incrementally or gradually. Just as your level of performance can improve drastically, so can your rate of accomplishment. I want you guys to all let that land for a moment. You're used to getting results at an incremental level, your, your incremental level. It's not one standard for everyone. You're moving at the level that you're moving at. That can be exponential without causing you chaos in your life. You are capable of so much more. Furthermore, the U squared formula requires far less effort than you've given in the past. You haven't been reaching your full potential. So far, you haven't even come close. No matter, you haven't even come close. You get that? And what's fascinating is that every time you quantum leap, you realize that there's even more. But you, you won't know that until you make that first leap. And then you're like, oh my God, look at, I just went whoo. And then you realize your potential is so far beyond what you've imagined so far. You, like where I was 10 years ago, I could not imagine what I'm imagining now. It wasn't in my frame of reference at all because I was not a vibration for it. I just wasn't ready for it, okay? Uh, let's see. You haven't been reaching your full potential. So far, you haven't even come close. No matter how you wish to measure success, regardless of, regardless of how you define achievement, you have barely scratched the surface of what you personally can accomplish. But maybe the time has come to change all of that. Maybe you're ready to make a quantum leap, okay? Okay, so you've had this story, right? Is, could that be me, right? That was my, my first big goal. And I was like, okay, if they can do it, I can do it, right? I really, ha I was like, they can do it, I can do it. I don't know how, I had no, I I had no idea how that was gonna happen. But I wanted it, so I did it. So I started the process, I made the decision. What fears stories came up? Lots. I'm going to lose my freedom as I move up. Right? It's not true. You could if you wanted to, but you don't. You have more agency. The way I teach success, you have more agency because you have learned how to manage your mind. Okay? So that, that way, you have more freedom, not less freedom. You get to decide how you spend your time, your life, your money, your experiences. And you get to decide, I'm gonna be a reactive mess in this moment or I'm gonna be calm and cool and complacent, right? 
It's going to require too much sacrifice. This is what Tonya was, was concerned about. I'm going to have to work too hard. That's a big one for people, okay? Got to fall in love with your work, okay? Has to not feel like work anymore, okay? So what are your fear stories? It'd be worthwhile for you to write down what are you really afraid of if, when you think about quantum leaping? Because making money is easy, guys, and we live in an easy and abundant universe. Now, you could either take that as a very flip statement, yeah, rainbows and unicorns, we live in an easy and abundant universe, or you could go, if it really is easy and really is abundant, why am I making it so hard? Like, you're either going to choose to believe this as a truth, not just as a platitude. And then you have to go, okay, I need to hold myself to a higher standard because I'm in the struggle. I, right now, I'm in the struggle. It's not easy. But it's an easy and abundant universe. I'm going to use the law of polarity. There's ease right here in this struggle. I'm not seeing it. Why am I not seeing it? What do I need to sacrifice? Ah, I sacrifice that, that noise, that confusion, that story. Now I can see that it's right here. It's been here this whole time. Oh my God, I could just do that. That's so easy, okay? That's the process. You do that over and over and over again, yet really good at that. It happens in a split second, okay? The most important decision, this is an Albert Einstein quote, the most important decision we make is whether we believe we live in a friendly or a hostile universe. So what does that mean? Abundance versus scarcity. Be worthwhile for you to, to after the summit, go back and, and ask yourself, where are you really in abundance and where are you in scarcity? People have scarcity around time, scarcity around relationships, scarcity around love, scarcity around pleasure, uh, scarcity obviously around money as well, okay? Where are you in scarcity? Where are you in abundance? Easy versus hard. Enough versus not enough. More life versus less life. Powerful versus powerless. It's the world happening to you, right? You're powerless to change anything. I am advocating that that is not true, that you are the center of your universe and creative, and it doesn't happen to you. You can create what you want. Coming from love or coming from fear. Being opened versus closed. Undefended versus defended. Believing versus doubting. Potentiality versus limitation. I can versus I can't. These are just examples, you guys, of we either believe that the, the, the universe is friendly or not, okay? Expanding versus contracting. Is there more for everyone? Yes. Does my expansion limit your expansion or your expansion? No. It doesn't. It's not a zero-sum game. A better world versus a disintegrating world. When you look at politics, when you look at world events, what is your perspective? That's a hard one to wrap your head around because sometimes you're like, that, that sucks right there, okay? So how would you look at the, the global situation, the local situation, as we live in a better world versus a disintegrating world. It's a challenge for a lot of people. 
This does not mean shutting off your analytical problem-solving mind, okay? It doesn't mean you say, oops, what happened to the slides? It doesn't mean you say, everything's peachy and keen, even though my husband's beating me, okay? You don't, like, you don't shut off your, your, your mind. You don't say, racism doesn't exist. You don't say poverty doesn't exist. You don't say people aren't starving. You don't walk around with blinders on, okay? You, but you, you use your problem-solving creative mind to make the world a better place, not to focus on how effed up everything is, okay? So your attitude matters. Our fear of being wrong limits our ability to see the truth in a situation. I gave that example from yesterday, right? Like I was so caught up in being right in my relationship that I couldn't see the truth of what was really going on. I was just committed to not being wrong, okay? And I had to own that. I had to sacrifice that need to be right in order to say, oh, this is calling me forward into my feminine and really embrace that. Okay, so when we have the fear of being wrong, we become defensive. We start justifying things. And this saps your energy. Now, by sapping your energy, I mean you're ruminating in your head. You're walking around throwing a tantrum inside where that energy could be expanding in a direction that's, that can serve you rather than something that takes away your focus and your energy to, to do your good and your impact in this world. So then you don't see opportunities. And when you don't see opportunities, you stay limited, struggling, and not getting ahead. So this is really important to move through that dichotomy of of wrongness, okay? And this is a self-worth issue. Do you want me to go back? Oops, hold on. It's gonna take a minute. Slides went out. Slides came back. <laughs> Magic. No, sorry. You're welcome. And this is a self-worth issue. If you don't see yourself as worthy, you're always going to defend yourself. Think about that, okay? Does that make sense to you? No, okay. So if you defend yourself, you're saying, I can't be seen as making a mistake. I don't want to be, I need to be perfect. I can't, I'm, I can't be human. I can't make a mistake. That's a self-worth issue. Your, your self-worth is so fragile that you are afraid of anyone seeing you make a mistake. So you have to be in a defended position of I can't be wrong here. That's not freedom, guys. That's not freedom. That's a trap. That's an emotional trap. And I, 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 in that last slide flow, 
I tried to show you how that relates to your business because if you get in this trap, whether it's something to do with your business or something to do with your personal life, it's gonna sap your energy, it's gonna take you off course, you're not gonna see the opportunities that are right here for you right now. So you're gonna be in the struggle universe instead of the easy and abundant universe. They're both here, they're both here now. Which do you choose? Okay? It's also a lack of self-awareness and it blocks your growth. And this happens if we're not working according to the laws. You, and you don't know the truth about yourself and your purpose, okay? The truth about who you are is that you are divine. You are divinity made manifest. Is God wrong? Okay? Now, you might not use the word God. You might use the word spirit or source or infinite intelligence or universe. But think about that. You are divine. You have a human aspect to yourself. But we are stepping into more of our divinity each and every day as we work according to law. It brings us closer to our divinity. And when we do that, we start owning our divine self. The aspect of us that's like God, that is God-like, that is God. Your purpose is to allow God's source to find full expression through you, not to block it. You must step into your godliness. If anyone's freaked out by the word God, I didn't realize you were standing, um, please just substitute a, a, a word that works for you, divinity, spirit, spirituality, okay? Jean. So, what's the difference between being wrong, which if I'm God, I can't be wrong, right. and a mistake? One is neutral, one comes with shame and guilt. Thank you. You're welcome. Perfect. Easy, right? Easy. Okay, but, but, but that was such a confusing thing for me for so, for so long because we, we got, like what happened when you made a mistake growing up. Most, you know, if your parents were super, super evolved and 99% of the time they were like, they talked nicely and they explained everything to you, that's great. But most of us, our parents were really busy and going in a thousand and one different directions. And even if they were great in, in most of the time, there, was a, there were some traumatizing times where we made a mistake and they cut off the love. To, sh to punish us, to show how upset they were, to show us not to do that again. But we interpret it as, I am wrong, okay? Something's terribly, terribly wrong here. I am wrong. I, 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 shame says, I am wrong. Guilt says, I've done something wrong, okay? So, this is where you are, you want to go to the next level, and when you, where you want to be is way up there, okay? And things get easier as you move up the levels because you have, you're working through the issues that are, are coming up, you're growing yourself, okay? You are becoming more. And then what, what 
challenges come up, it's so much easier because you've become someone who trusts herself, that's not in confusion, that's not defended because she feels like she, she can't be wrong, okay? She can make a mistake and not guilt and shame herself, okay? How do you do this? Every challenge is an opportunity. I know that's like pat. You've heard the memes on social media, right? Another freaking growth opportunity, okay? But, but it's true, okay? Every situation is calling you forward. Are you going to close the gap and going to become more? Or are you going to stay at the level that you're at? You only get more when you move up the levels of awareness, of beingness, okay? Does it make sense? Can I get a, what do, what do we name? Uh, my, my sign doesn't work for yes, but I am decided maybe, okay. Woohoo! Okay, good, awesome. How rapidly will you do this? That's the question. This is part of quantum leaping. This is part of an income breakthrough. How rapidly are you willing to learn whatever lesson is here, or how rapidly are you going to you know, stay committed to the, being in the mired place, right? Being in the justification or the frustration or the irritation or, or that things aren't going well. How rapidly will you shift? How much will you resist it? And this is a, a, something that I got from my mentor. Move towards the resistance. How fast can you do that? Suzanne did that. You're my poster child because you just did this yesterday, okay? Like, she did that, and she called two people. She saw me at the cocktail party last night, and she's like, I got it done, okay? Not just one, but two. How quickly are you going to move through? Yeah, nice clap, thank you. Okay? Okay? If you move towards the resistance, everything you want is on the other side of that resistance. Do you get that? Everything you want is on the other side of that resistance. I don't want to talk to my husband about it. Everything you want is on the other side of that resistance, okay? It's like, ah, there's peace on the other side, okay? Right? What if there wasn't anything wrong? That's a radical idea. Like, think about your business right now. Think about the marketing challenge that you're having or the sales challenge that you're having. What if there wasn't anything wrong? That do you guys get that? Doesn't that change your perspective on the situation? And it was just a call to action to hold yourself to higher standards. There's nothing wrong here. I just need to figure out how to do this. I need to get out of the noise. I need to get out of the frustration. When I, get a, when I become a clear channel for the, for the divine to work through me and as me, everything that is here or ready for me, I start recognizing. What clogs that channel? Confusion, doubt, fear, not enoughness, lack of self-awareness, ignorance of how the laws work. All of that overwhelm, right? All of that clogs that channel. You have to sacrifice that, become an open channel. You, you hold the idea of what you want, and all the, the, the ways and the means are here, and they're here right now. And it keeps getting better and better, because you're going to do it faster and faster.
okay? And this is how you tap into your innate creative powers. Everyone has this power, not just me, okay? You have this power, 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 all of you. And I'm looking at the zoomies, too. Got the zoomies in two places, okay? This requires that you see yourself as whole, okay? The law of gender and the law of gestation. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. The law of gestation says we don't know the gestation period of a goal of an idea. A goal is an idea. So you have an income goal. You don't know how long that's going to take, but you need to guess. And yet, people get wonky if, it's, if they don't see the manifestation right away. If you understand that, that, that the gestation period is unknown and that you have to stay in persistence and keep your mind locked on what you want, that if you, if you remember that, then like you, it allows you to step out of the fear, allows you to step out of the noise. You had to do that, Nikki, okay? She's like, it's not happening fast enough. And I'm like, lock your mind. This is what you need to work on, okay? Because the worry takes us, it causes it, it, everything to take longer, okay? Because now you're, you're, you're manifesting, you're visualizing what you don't want, not what you do want, okay? What happens if you don't make your goal by your target date? We talked about this a little yesterday. You didn't give it all you got, and you did not expect it to happen. You're either growing or you're dying. What standard are you going to hold for yourself? And I've had people come up to me and say, I really hate when you say hold yourself to a higher standard. Okay? It makes me feel like I'm not good enough. And what I'm really saying is that you're good enough for more than the way you're treating yourself and for what you're allowing to come into your life. So hold yourself, meaning don't be available for lowering your standards. It's your power. Question from Zoom. I have a question about we are divine. Are we then born with individual essence? Yes, you are. Everyone has a spiritual DNA. It's unique to them, okay? So we are both spiritual and human. Yep. And we have a spiritual DNA that's unique to us. Okay. So let's talk about running the stairs. Where you are, where you want to be. And there are steps you have to take. You can't skip them. can't skip them but you can run them, okay? You can do them quickly. Well, if you're athletic, you can go two at a time. <laughs> you could dance up them, okay? So in the beginning, you hit a block. And it causes you to go backwards. That block might be a full-on terror bearer. That might be just like, I don't know how to do my marketing, okay? But it causes you to... to to backtrack. And the stairs are levels of awareness, understanding, self-worth, self-esteem, possibility, standards, and actions. Okay, hold on. Oop, 
Ah, we have to do that all again. How do you get to the next level? How do you run the stairs? You grow your vision, you allow your desire to expand, you expand your self-worth, you move through the denial and blocks, and you expect more, hold yourself to a higher standard, and decide, I am decided, right? And take action. And this is all determined by what is in your subconscious mind, your programming. This is where your self-image or your identity comes into play. This is all that we talked about yesterday, okay? This is where your beliefs about yourself, others in the universe come into play. That's going to either let you grow your vision or keep it limited. It's going to allow you to see something as possible for yourself or make you be like, that's not, that's not, she's crazy, that's not for me, okay? Um, I'm going to get through this teaching, but right after that. Um, in the beginning, the stairs look like this, right? Like, to get to the next level, it's insurmountable. It's like, it's like, ugh! Like, you're just, like, clawing. You're trying to get there, okay? The, the, the challenges are, are bigger, and the cruise time between challenges is shorter. As you work this process, the challenges get smaller, you, and you move through them very quickly. And the cruise time is longer, okay? So you have to have urgency from a place of desire. Love, not fear. Hey. I'm just not even going to introduce you. You get to do it all because I know you're bursting. I am beyond geeking out for 2021. And I'm going to start with the Spirit of Wealth Summit in uh, January. I had a loss in 2020. Well, let's start all over again. So I moved my entire family down to Georgia to work operations for a person's law firm, because that's my history. I'm down there for 18 months. I'm noticing the owner is very absent, unfocused, and all of a sudden she comes to me one day, specifically, I think it was January 10th, and she goes, I'm selling my law firm. If you're gonna buy it, I'll sell it to you. You have till January 30th to decide. First of all, I am not a fast decider. I am not a fast decider. So that was my first jump. And so I, I officially purchased the firm February 1st. Six weeks later, COVID hit. So 2020 was an experience of fear, consistent terror barriers, isolation, physical, emotional, psychological. And then I got committed to do Spirit of Wealth with Amira. I go to Spirit of Wealth. I'm feeling the energy. I'm feeling the vibes. I had an immediate connection with Heather. And I'm looking at Heather and we're talking and she started to talk about another program that Amira mentions, or she, I don't think she's mentioning it, it's called Immersion. And I was talking to Heather about it and I'm going, I, I need this daily accountability, quick refocusing. So I remember going up to Amira, who knows I'm not a fast decider, 
And I go, Amira. Past tense. Was. I go, Amira, I can't have another 2020. I need immersion. Okay, walk over there and sign the contract. So I walked over there and signed the contract. And she's like, okay, we'll do the money transfer when you come back. And just remember that Monday, I'm hyperventilating. I'm freaking out. I'm going, I just told her my business is a loss and I'm doing this investment. Am I worth it? Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh God. So then I gave my credit card information. That was at nine o'clock. And I want to tell you guys something. By five o'clock that day, I made the exact amount that it cost me for immersion. The exact amount, ladies. So now let's keep jumping from that. The first month of immersion, I went from 60,000-ish to over 100, to 130, to this month as I'm tracking, I'm tracking that I'll finally hit my magic number for a month of 145. This is, guys, this is three months of focus. It happens quick, you have to say yes, you have to do the work, and you can't have a better support. And the other thing I'll emphasize is, it's not all just immersion. The connections through Spirit of Wealth, one of the other things, a terror barrier that we worked through, myself and Amira, and I love you, Piper, you helped me work through this significant terror barrier. And it was feeling of isolation as a female and as a business owner because I felt I had no connections. And so I took everything very personally in regards to interactions and always felt that anybody interacting with me had an alternative motive, which isn't true. And I no longer feel alone either. Because I, I know I was talking to Carmen and we were talking about the loneliness of being a business owner because of all the focus and how people don't understand it and having a sisterhood of support that's cross-focused in expertise and experience, it's amazing. And I'm just gonna leave it at that. I love it. Congratulations. Thank you. Because that was a total quantum leap. That oh, was 100%. Like, within two months, she went from 60K to 135. Okay? Okay, and can you share you said something to, you walked up to me yesterday. Oh, you said, you shared it from the mic. But I did. Well, you shared it again. I, I was tickled by that. So I'm laughing hysterically because my number in January is like 135 is my number. Uh, or uh, 1.3 is my number for my year. So we're due yesterday and we said, put down your number. And also I'm like, oh, I want 1.5 million. Oh my gosh. I immediately had like this feeling in my tummy. And then I'm like, okay. Let's do it the way Mira and I do it, because I report my numbers to this woman every day for accountability. <laughs> so I sit down, and I do the numbers, and I go, oh my god, I'm already making that. That's only 125000 guys. I've already hit that. That's not even a terror bearer. That's a speed bump that's way back there, my friends. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yes. And to me, that's a testament to two things. What are you comparing it to, right? Law of relativity, okay? And although we ha it's not part of the teaching that I've prepared for you for this summit, I often talk about make love to the numbers. Like, you have to make love to the numbers. And a lot of women, some men too, are afraid of looking at their numbers because what, what did we talk about previously? I'm wrong, I've made a mistake. And, and so then you have to defend yourself and then you go into the spin 
around it, and then you get distracted, and then you don't do, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You don't do what you need to do to grow your business because you don't see the opportunities and you don't feel good about yourself, so you don't take the action, yada, yada, yada. But if you look at your numbers with neutrality, okay, because there were many days where you were like, I am not tracking, I am behind, this is not okay, and terror, terror, terrier, and what do we do? But, but there was a, a grounded, to the way we had the conversation so that you could go back to the problem solving. What is the strategy here? Okay, let's sacrifice the noise, sacrifice the, the fear, and go directly into, okay, what is my opportunity here? What do I need to do differently? And, and we iterated that, and now you're someone who loves selling on Zoom. Can you tell that story? <laughs> so I'm very... What I, I am an estate planning and asset protection attorney that specializes in elder law. So I deal a lot with the older generation and it's all about connection because I want to know my client's stories and I want to build up their stories through myself and my experiences. So whenever I have a face-to-face -face consultation, oh, geez Louise, I have almost 100% conversion rate. It's, I make great connection. But one of the problems I was having is Zoom, I was having difficulty with because I wasn't being able to have the connection, be able to walk out of the room for them to not feel it's a hard sale, then come back in and, you know, readdress. And I was talking to Amir about this, and all of a sudden we we're like, okay, let's play. One of the things I love about this woman is I like sales. I love sales. I have so much fun doing sales, but I was a one trick pony with how I did sales. Because I had my way, it worked, but the problem is COVID hit, change in presentation. And we worked together about, okay, we're in the Zoom. Okay, you normally walk out of the room for a Zoom? Fine, put them in a breakout room. That's the same thing like you're walking out of Zoom. Oh, you normally put it in front of them and with a pen at the end so that they can sign, kind of like the subtle nudge. Okay, let's do DocuSign. Make sure you mail, send it to them through DocuSign. When they come back on, make sure that they have the document received in their inbox and that they have access to it and they've opened it. Then walk them through, have it at the very end so if they're looking at their screen, they see the little click here to sign. And guess what, guys? Now with Zoom, I'm not as good as face-to-face, -face, but I'm still like 80% conversion, which, that's amazing. So that's, I think that's a great example of how the tactical stuff that we worked on is connected to the, the laws and seeing opportunities and goal setting and, and stretching yourself and holding yourself to a higher standard and getting out of your own way and sacrificing. I don't, I, I, we had a long conversation I and mean, like, you need to sacrifice that, that belief that you don't sell well on Zoom because that is not helping you, okay? But let's then talk about where are the blocks to it? Where are you getting tripped up? And I think that was two very short conversations where we worked through a strategy on it and she's at an 80% conversion rate, which is outstanding. And then it just keeps going, right? But it, it starts by changing your self-image into the person who does that. And I also wanna say, that she was in the Facebook group for Spirit of Wealth, like the organizer of all the like fun at the summit, okay? 
Thank you, Amy, wherever you are, my organizer, too. <laughs> okay, Amy, too. But, but this woman went from, I don't belong, I, I, I don't know how to relate to, I, I am, I, yes, I have friends, I'm connected, I, I don't know, you, you say you're it in your own words, because I'm filling in the blanks, but. So one of my biggest terror barriers, like I may have covertly mentioned, was always feeling that I could never make a connection with others because they always had an ulterior motive when interacting with me. And one of the things that we were talking about, oh, golly, geez, probably two and a half weeks ago, and I'm going, one of the things I wanted out of Spirit Wealth is connection, friendship, and you know, personal relationship development with other women. I go, I have not been committed to that. I have to hold myself accountable. So I started talking on on the Facebook group and trying to organize us eating, and it was great. And I'll do a quick story about Thursday, Wednesday. So I'm, this is the first day that we're all getting back together. I'm like, this is great. And then we're all going out, and we went to this great dinner, wine, wonderful, and then we're all like, okay, guys, let's go down to the pool, okay? So I'm like, okay, cool. So I go get my suit, I go down to the pool, I'm the only one there, and I'm waiting. It's like five minutes. 10 minutes, 15 minutes, I'm the only one there, and all of a sudden I started hitting my own terror barrier of holy crap, they didn't really, they're gone done something else that they forgot me. Apparently, I, oh my gosh. And then I go, wait, I felt this before. I worked through this with Amir, I worked through this with Piper. No, just sit back, enjoy the night. So I just start to backflow, and I'm looking at the sky, it's like 8.30 at night, and next thing I know, as soon as I gave up on that negativity and just embrace the presence. All my girls came down and we were in the hot tub, we were drinking, we were laughing, we were just having an amazing time of connection. So yeah, it's, I love my girls. I love it, thank you.